This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Welcome in, everybody. VEASAN Morning Daily Bets, first day of November 2023. Welcome to November. Hope everyone had a great Halloween and are ready to go for some bets. We've got a lot on the card. World Series, 13 NBA games, 4 NHL, 2 college football games on your betting card today. I'm Ben Wilson, focusing first and foremost on the Fall Classic as we go to Major League Baseball. We'll also talk about two really intriguing games in the NBA tonight. Major League Baseball, the season could be over by tonight as we reach November with the Texas Rangers taking a dominant 3-1 series lead. Money came in on Arizona. We explained on the show yesterday how we assumed that would be the case if star outfielder Adolis Garcia was ruled out. Not only was he ruled out with an oblique strain, but was ruled out for the rest of the World Series. That, along with starting pitcher Max Scherzer being ruled out for the rest of the series, caused some money to come in on Arizona. Pretty decent move in the D-backs' favor. And in the end, it didn't matter whatsoever. Texas comes out. Travis Jankowski gets inserted into the nine hole and has a career game in his first significant postseason action for Texas. 10 nothing into the third inning, and it was basically uh, over before it even started. The over did cash, by the way in that third inning. So after the 11-7 win for the Texas Rangers, who did close a slight underdog last night, we're back at it tonight with our rematch of the Game 1 starting pitchers, Nathan Eovaldi for Texas, Zach Gallen for Arizona. And unlike in Game 4, where there was a lot of market sentiment toward Arizona, leveling the series up at 2, virtually no movement so far throughout the market. This opened basically a pick and that's where we stand. Some shops have taken a little bit of Texas money. Others have taken some Arizona money. High watermark right now on Texas is at DraftKings at minus 115. Most expensive price you'd have to lay on Arizona is at minus 113. So it gives you an idea in the market. We're at a standstill moment right now, especially with it being the two aces, very much unlike what we just watched with a bullpen game in game four. Total hasn't moved either. Opened eight and a half, slight juice to the over at minus 115, ticking down a notch given it is the ace versus ace pitching matchup we have for game five. And no movement off that either. Eight and a half, juiced over at minus 115. I want to focus on Zach Gallen for this game. And there's a bet. If you look at the DraftKings Sportsbook menu, tons of different options to bet this. If you're sitting here and you're tired of seeing all these pick em lines, basically coin flip games, and you don't want to pick a side, and you're not in love with betting a total when you have two really good offenses, but the two aces going today. I don't blame you for thinking that way. So let's look at some props that are on offer. Zach Gallen has struggled so far this postseason, 2-2 two and two with a 527 ERA through five starts so far. But if you dig a little deeper, you'll notice that four of his five playoff starts have come on the road. Not a surprise because Arizona has been the road team without home field for all four now playoff matchups they've had. But if you'd watch Gallon throughout the regular season, you would have noticed something pretty peculiar about his stats. He's been an incredible pitcher at home, sub-250 ERA in his starts at Chase Field this season, but much worse on the road. 442 road ERA away from Arizona, and not to say that the home road splits for starting pitchers are the be-all, end-all for handicapping Major League Baseball, but that is a pretty significant split. You usually see pitchers... You know, around a half run to a run differential. That's nothing out of the ordinary, but basically two full runs different for Gallon on the season. And so I look at the fact he's pitched in, in environments where he struggled in traditionally from the regular season now into the postseason. Shouldn't be a surprise that his ERA has ballooned a little bit once we've gotten into the playoffs. 
The big bugaboo for Gallon has been the walks, over four walks per nine. He was averaging right around two in the regular season. But if you look at what Arizona needs to do to keep any chances of coming back in this series alive, they'll need a long outing, not just effective, but they need Gallon to eat up a lot of innings. This is a bullpen that was actually in pretty good shape going into game four, but then were just bamboozled right out of the shoot. had to use six different pitchers. Ryan Nelson actually uh, really helped out. This could have been a lot worse for the D-backs. As a bulk reliever, Nelson went five and a third out of the pen after the first few relievers, basically all of them got shelled. But for manager Tori Lovello, really will be counting on Gallon to go deep. And I trust, based on the control Gallon has shown all season, that the lack of command we've watched from him in the postseason is a little more of a product of his struggles on the road in general. And coming back to the home confines he's been in and very been very been very good in in Chase Field throughout the season. I like him just in general to go deep into this game. So I'll look at his outs prop. 15 and a half is the out prop for Zach Gallon. He's actually gone over that prop three out of his five starts in the postseason, despite those poor numbers we just discussed. So this is an opportunity where not only is Gallon in the perfect scenario and situation for him to have success as a pitcher, his team also is desperate for him to go deep, don't really have the reinforcements or the horses to give a really short leash for Gallon. So I expect for manager Tori Lovello, he'll be willing to leave Gallon in there longer than he might have, say, if this were a 2-2 series and if he had a fully stocked bullpen, everybody fully rested and ready to go. For those reasons, I do like the over 15 and a half outs for Zach Gallon. You can get that juiced as well, uh, juiced on the plus side, plus 110 at DraftKings for Zach Gallon for Arizona. Over 15 and a half outs in game five of the World Series. Nathan Eovaldi goes on the other side, who's been really good. 4-0, 352 ERA and five postseason starts, getting a ton of swings and misses. Over 10 and a half strikeouts per nine, over two and a half more compared to his regular season numbers was at about 8.3 strikeouts per nine in the regular season. But as much as I'd love to just blindly bet a strikeout prop over, Eovaldi at four and a half strikeouts, plus money if you bet the over. Arizona's been super disciplined all season, a top five team in regard to fewest strikeout percentage as a a batting team. So hard team to get strikeouts against as a result. I won't bite on Eovaldi, but would certainly lean a little bit to the under on the eight and a half, especially when you factor in at the loss of Adolis Garcia. Didn't hurt Texas in the game we watched on Tuesday, but I certainly expect that Without him in the lineup, things will shift. You will see Arizona pitching have a little more success in Game 5. Whether that means we get a Game 6 back in Texas on Friday night uh, remains to be seen. But I like taking that smaller angle on Zach Gallon with the over-outs prop. Let's take a quick break, come back, and hit a couple of NBA games here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets for a more in-depth breakdown of the World Series, we invite you to check out Adam Burke's daily write-ups at VEASAN.com as well as his daily baseball bets podcast where Adam does a deep dive into the World Series. For the NBA, Hardwood Handicappers, our podcast on the network, Jonathan Von Tobel, Kelly Bidlin, and Zach Cohen. Daily write-ups as well from JVT on VEASAN.com, breaking down all 13 games on the NBA card for today. My focus is on two of them. Two really good games in the Western Conference, but it's a shame. Both of them are somewhat plagued by injuries, and spoiler alert, that is going to be a theme. We've already seen it started to happen. Going to be a theme here throughout the rest of the NBA season, even though we're only about a week into the regular season. Sacramento, 2-1 and one at the 3-1 and one Golden State Warriors. Two teams that have been really good on the offensive end so far, both top 10 in offensive rating. Sacramento, under head coach Mike Brown, have struggled a bit on the defensive end. Gave up a 40-burger to Steph Curry in the first meeting between these two teams. Golden State won by eight in Sacramento last week. Sacramento bottom 10 on the defensive end, but are coming off an overtime win against the L.A. Lakers. The issue in that game, though, Kings lost their star point guard, De'Aaron Fox, out with a moderate sprained ankle, expecting him to be out at least a few weeks here. Uh, It was averaging over 31 points a game, so in steps the youngster Davian Mitchell, more of a defensive-minded point guard out of Baylor, Along with Fox, Trey Lyles, power forward also out for Sacramento, while Golden State is in a super weird scheduling spot. Warriors have won three straight, three and one on the season, and are in a decent spot injury-wise. Klay Thompson, shooting guard, is probable for tonight, while power forward Jonathan Kaminga, questionable off the bench. But this is the only home game the Warriors will play in an 18-game span. Pretty crazy when you think about it. They just finished a three-game road trip, have the game tonight at home against Sacramento, Then have four games on the road. So just a weird spot in general for Golden State. Opener of seven and a half at DraftKings. Rest of the market right now is Golden State minus seven with a 234 and a half total. It's a game where I I really, if this was a full strength for Sacramento, even if you just had Deer and Fox into the game and you'd likely see a, a spread more in that five range, it's a spot where I would look to be on Sacramento, especially with that early season revenge in mind. A Sacramento team that, would likely make adjustments under head coach Mike Brown, who's you know was a guy who was right up there with in, in the coach of the year uh, voting a season ago with how amazing of a turnaround uh, he orchestrated for Sacktown. But without Fox, impossible for me to get there. Uh, at the same time, you have a total of two thirty four and a half. That for as bad as Sacramento has been on the defensive end, is really high. And Golden State's actually impressed defensively under head coach Steve Kerr, seventh in defensive rating so far. You take Sacramento. Without their top score in De'Aaron Fox, the center, Demonis Sabonis, has been much worse. His rating is about uh, seven and a half points worse. If you look at the advanced stats, when Fox is not on the floor, which makes a lot of sense considering how good those two players are together, and I'm not sure, so sure how much we're getting on the Sacramento offensive output. So uh, not wanting to look at a, 
at, a, at an over for sure on the 234 and a half, but find this to be the most interesting game of the 13 in the market rundown for the NBA. Again, Golden State consensus now, seven point favorites, 234 and a half is your total. The other game we'll focus on LA Clippers and LA Lakers battle of the LAs. And unfortunately it, it will not be the debut. At least we're not expecting it to, the, to be the debut in some, unless something dramatic changes for superstar James Harden. This is just ugly all over. And it's, it's why I am looking to target an under here in Clippers Lakers DraftKings early on open this Lakers minus three off of potential just, uh, you know, the general thought process that maybe this would be Harden's debut flying in on Tuesday after the late night trade on Monday from Philadelphia, the biggest blockbuster we've seen so far in the early NBA season, but more and more likely that this will not in fact be a Harden debut. So we've seen this go up to up two points already for the Lakers from Lakers minus three up to Lakers minus five total has ticked down a little bit already from two twenty six and a half down to two twenty five and a half. And there's actually, you know, as I record here in the overnight hours, uh, early morning East Coast time, a lot of books that don't even have this game posted because of the lack of info. And so as much as uh, people will complain, uh, moan about, all right, all these superstars sitting out and, and all the injuries, and uh, this is a classic example of that with the Lakers being banged up as well, can be really good opportunities for us as betters early on to try to get out in front of this movement and, and look to lock in at least a number, say, on a total that will end up closing and giving us some closing line value. Whether it means that's that's a guaranteed the cash is a totally different story. If you watched the San Antonio uh, Phoenix game last night, you know exactly what I'm talking about there on and under. But uh, Lakers have uh, have been actually pretty solid on the defensive end, top 15 in a defensive rating. Clippers sixth so far in the early season, uh, but the Lakers are without Rui Hachimura, doubtful with an eye injury. Power forward Jalen Jared Vanderbilt and guard Jalen Hood Shafino both out for this game. Clippers coming in at, at three and one, but are without those three rotational players that they had traded away to Philly in the Harden deal and shooting guard Terrence Mann. You add on top of that, this is the second leg of a back-to-back. Clippers just beat Orlando last night by 16. Uh, not a game where I expect, uh, A, a ton of depth for either team, and B, a ton of offensive output, even though the Clippers in a small sample size have the second best offensive rating in the NBA. As I'm even recording here, early hours on the East Coast time. Some books are now starting to populate in real time, and they're all basically painted. Lakers minus five across the board with the clip with the Clipper Laker total at 225 and a half. So in the first meeting of the LA teams in the NBA, all look to go under 225 and a half in Clippers Lakers. We also have more breakdowns as well at vcin.com. Two games in college football tonight in the Maction. Adam Burke has a great write-up as well at vcin.com and a quartet of games in the NHL card. Check out Johnny Lazarus, our lead NHL analyst at vcin.com as well. Josh Applebaum returns to the podcast feed tomorrow. I'm Ben Wilson saying so long and wishing you the best of luck in all your bets to kick off the month of November right here on Beeson Morning Daily Bets. 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.